Hello everybody, welcome back to the Catch Kate podcast. This week we have a lovely guest um, called Cara, also known as East Cork Nutrition on social media. And she is here today to share her connection to nature, her work and her lifestyle. Um, so welcome Cara, can you tell us a bit about you? Thanks a million Kate for having me, delighted to be here. Um, so yeah, I'm a nutritional therapist working in Middleton and online. Um, so helping people with their nutrition obviously, but I suppose nutritional therapy encompasses much more than just food. So it's looking at how everything in the body is connected and looking at stress management and our toxic load and everything like that. So I have a very strong connection with nature myself. I feel I'm happier outdoors certainly than indoors. At my happiest having a run in the woods or a dip in the sea. I think they're my happiest moments, you know, a dip in the sea with friends or even yourself lately having very great chats and laughs and um, yeah, just see the benefits so much for my own health and even mental health of like every morning starting the day with my bare feet on the grass out in the garden or just getting my hands in the mud and the polytunnel, things like that, you know, and they're just so super anti-inflammatory calming grounding undoing a lot of the i suppose kind of damage that we're coming in contact every day with just stress and even devices and negative energies and all of it you know so it's i find just um you know constantly keeping up or helping the body i suppose to do its job with those kind of practices every day and they're easily done they only take a few minutes I enjoy them. Very good. And would you say when you mention anti-inflammatory, do you think that our lifestyles are causing inflammation? Uh, yeah, sure. The whole society we live in nowadays is so highly inflammatory, you know, so I suppose a small amount of inflammation in the body is normal. But what we're looking at these days for a lot of people and I was getting into a state of chronic inflammation in the body because we're being met on a daily basis by so many inflammatory components like sugar, alcohol, stress, toxins, you know, um, lack of movement, lack of nature, all the things we're kind of just surrounded by every day. So we really need to be more aware of that, I suppose, and counteracting it with our daily movements and, you know, upping our anti-inflammatory foods like that, getting out in nature, doing grounding, things like even cold water therapy or getting in a sauna, you know, there's so many things available to us, but maybe a lot of people aren't aware of them. And even a lot of my clients, I suppose, would be dealing with inflammatory conditions. You know, if you think 95% now of chronic conditions are based on diet and lifestyle issues, like it's pretty scary. So like, 95% of illness basically could be, you know, avoided by people just being more aware of their healthy diet and lifestyle choices on a daily basis. But people with inflammatory conditions, I'd be trying to explain to them then, you know, you need a way higher anti-inflammatory, you know, um, approach than the average person. So, you know, that can be a challenge to get in on a normal day. So it's just trying to help people in that regard. Wow. Yeah, really interesting. And what kind of led you to this type of work oh so i suppose um i was at the time 
doing school workshops in my kids' school just with a few other parents in healthy eating. Um, so I was kind of thinking about what did I want to do with the rest of my life, I suppose. So that's what led me to go back to study nutrition. Um, but I suppose just the journey has been, yeah, realising how much more it is about than just food, you know, and really am interested in recent years about the whole kind of stress management side of things and meditation and managing the mind and stuff like that and how important that is for health. Mm. And would you say your connection to the outdoors were you like that as a child or is it something that got stronger as you got older? Um, it's funny, I've been asked that before. Um, I was always mad for the sea, always a water baby, anything water-based like that, windsurfing or swimming, jumping off piers, I suppose my whole life. So yeah, probably always drawn to nature, maybe lost it for a little while in the middle there while I was busy having kids and stuff. But um, yeah, definitely have rekindled that relationship in recent years, which is lovely. Very good. And so your daily practice means you would get out daily. Would you exercise outdoors as well? Oh, yeah, I do most things outdoors. Um, Start the day out, walk or stretch in the garden and bare feet. Um, usually end up in the polytunnel in very muddy bare feet um, go for my swim if I can most days and yeah I love just to have a run or a walk out in you know down in Ballymaloo or along the beaches down by Iron Hinch um, so yeah wouldn't feel right really if I hadn't got out in a day I suppose mm, yeah and do you feel like like that that balances your nervous system like how would you feel if you didn't go out oh yeah I'd really notice I mean it's very important for me um balancing my nervous system after having had you know struggles with anxiety and panic attacks and stuff over the years so I'm very conscious of that and even you know kind of getting to the stage of adrenal fatigue at some point so I very much manage my stress and, you know, do all the things that calm the nervous system on a daily basis just because I have to. Um, so, yeah, being out in nature would be a huge part of that as well as, you know, meditation and positive mind work and things like that. Mm. And would you say with your clients then, would you also be guiding them to about the outdoors as well as the food? Yeah, very much bringing in the lifestyle tips like that. Um, just, you know, stress management would be always a big conversation with every client. And even, it's funny, I'm starting a course now this week, but my courses are no longer just about nutrition. They're involved like a meditation session with my meditation teacher, Peggy Frahill, and also a life coach session with Joanne Maloney coaching. Um, and just last night, I had to do an initial kind of sign-in with each participant. But even just from our chats, I saw how important like the whole picture is because they all had stuff going on in the food department, in the stress department, in the kind of purpose department or whatever. So, um, yeah, I'd always be talking to clients about 
looking after the stress because sure that manifests in the body in various ways for people whether it's IBS or anxiety or thyroid you know anything it could be for depending on the individual so a huge part of that would be just telling them yeah like you know turning your shower to cold getting into a sauna when you're at the gym getting your feet on the on the ground getting in contact with nature and people would be like huh really that could make a difference you know so it's just Mm. so important to let people know the simple things even i had a friend lately who was really um kind of wrecked with long covid so she actually wasn't able to do much you know and i was just like pop off your shoes in the morning and get out in the grass literally and sure that's no effort for somebody Mm. you know but could make a major difference if they're doing it every day for a month Mm. and would you say as well this uh, this which manifests in the body like this is also trauma isn't it yeah i love um the quote i suppose not quote but how someone i don't know is it bruce lipton sums up the things that like block up our system or say even the signaling between cells and he sums it up as the three t's which is trauma toxins and thoughts so i love that it's just a really easy way to sum up the things that are coming against us sure of course if someone has unresolved trauma that's going to be you know getting in the way of everything toxins could be coming in the way of food actual chemicals you know toxic people and then thoughts just becoming more aware of like the negative self-talk or you know the stories we tell ourselves that actually aren't true of that sort of stuff mm, but even yeah. you were talking before this about you know that power within us like we've such an amazing power within us to even in every scenario like to for the body to tell us what's right for us or not but actually in order to tune into that we have to have things cleared up so if you're very clogged up with like a lot of sugar processed foods stress you can't hear that message from yourself kind of Mm. thing you know and when you actually clear it up it's amazing what you start to hear and feel so literally could you know approach a meal and be like uh you know what my body's not saying yes to that today or you know getting more better with boundaries or you know coming in contact with certain people and being like "Mm, that's a no today (laughs) you know yeah yeah a hundred percent and it's like the less noise the less the less toxin the less of that which drains you everything is so much clearer you almost have that initial no because the instinct is like the superpower and that instinct knows even before the brain processes data yeah. it's like I know, it's on amazing. fire like your intuition is like a pendulum you know it just swings once and it's a clear yes or a no and if you don't listen and the head takes over so you'll get your answer say it's a no then the head kicks in and it's like ah well it could be a no but what if I did it this way or whatever you know I could make it a yes and then it turns out wrong and you're like well god damn it why didn't I just listen to my intuition I know yeah for sure and it takes a lot of courage to go through with it because sometimes it gives us the answer we don't want oh no it's, it's like the most no scariest most uncomfortable yeah. thing and then but what I've noticed recently is you can start to recognize with that clarity the difference between you know something the feeling that you really shouldn't do something or the feeling of discomfort because actually you're challenging yourself in a good way you know Mm. so now it's when I get that feeling I'm like oh yeah now I know I really need to do it because 
Mm. You're a bit scared, so you know it's, you know, a challenge. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, you mentioned about having anxiety yourself and experiencing panic. Would you say during that period you had a disconnect with nature? Like, were you doing those practices? Um, oh, I don't think so. Not consciously or enough. Um, oh, just very much a case of like straw on the camel's back or the body will always find a way to let you know. Do you yeah. know? So like I had a little quote up the other day, like pain is the body's way of telling you something, you know, so we shouldn't just be masking every pain with medication or whether that pain is physical or emotional. Do you know what I mean? So um, at the time, what, my dad had passed away a year previous. So I suppose I was very busy with small kids, kind of looking after my mom and stuff like that and just not looking after myself simply. You know, so the body, I suppose, just got to the point where it was like, well, we're going to let you know you're not looking after yourself. So sure, I had no, no choice but to, you know, start into a journey of counselling, looking after myself and, you know, leading me to where I am today. So sure, you'd be very grateful for those scenarios after the fact. Mm-hmm. And stress, stress can come in many ways, you know, like stress can be because you actually hate your job and you keep going there and your soul is like stop 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 and you're you're not feeling like light-hearted so you, you actually can go into almost a depression oh yeah i know um what does jerry hussey call that like anorexia of the soul or something you know yeah but yeah there's so many avenues for stress and some people the reality is they've stress in their lives that they can't get away from you know like maybe yeah. they're looking after a sick parent or sick child or something there's always going to be things like that but um to those people again i'd say like you know they need to do extra in the department of like looking after themselves or whatever to mm. to counteract that but the other side that you're referring to there, I think, yeah, it's just like people not maybe not having the opportunity to or the awareness to just simply do the things that light you up, you know, mm. just wherever possible in life. Try to instill joy and um, literally. But again, it's that clarity of listening and tuning in. And like if something just makes you feel amazing, like literally throwing yourself into the sea, then mm. do more of that, you know. Um, but it'll be whatever for the individual themselves but it's just really taking the time to notice and realizing that you're worthy of that doing those things that make you feel good Mm. and definitely the pressures of modern day living like the majority of us the majority of us aren't living lives that we've created like we're working for people and we're dealing with the demands of this life you know like I presume people with kids you know it's very stressful because you're trying to manage loads of family members and yourself and all of the hobbies. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, some kids have like a million hobbies. I'm like managing myself here and I'm like, how do the other individuals do it where they're minding themselves and kids and animals? And it's just I'm like, wow, like the overwhelm must be. I must know. be big sometimes. I regularly say that to my kids. I'd be like, lads, one person cannot clean up after four people, you know, trying to get them to help. But it is a lot. And like, um, oh, I'm after going blank now. Yeah. Um, but they say as well, I read about women who childbirth, that their chemistry in their brain changes, that their tolerance for stress actually they, bec- they you change like when you birth life your brain changes and so it can adapt to extra pressure 
Oh, and yeah, I can imagine. So you're juggling so much. Yeah. Um, but I think you get better as well at like prioritizing and just yeah. not get way too <laughs> quick at stuff, including eating, which is a major topic with my female clients. Is like you start eating so fast when you have kids, you know, because they're always in a rush. But sure, it's detrimental to your um mm. to your gut health. But um. And there's so much more to eating. Like when I lived in France and stuff, I was like, oh, two hour lunch break. Yeah, like this is amazing. I sure our whole like traditions around eating are gone so messed up. So like it's gone so far now from, you know, sitting as a family or a group of people having nice chats and taking the time to eat, which is all very important because when you're chatting, you know, with people and you're getting relaxed, then you're coming out of that fight or flight state and into rest and digest which is what you want for when you're eating mm. um, but more so nowadays you have people eating in the car or in front of their computer on their own you know we were talking about this like yes. it's very nice to eat with other people and really yeah. and you know even just taking the time actually to eat properly like sitting down and thinking about where the food came from and being grateful for the food eating mindfully like that's all so important yeah and I found myself when I was under a bit of pressure there when I had so many events like so many workshops so many people like and preparing for that and the after preparation like loads of my time and markets loads of my time that I would normally have was gone and I felt like I got to a point I was like oh my god like I have to slow down like my body didn't feel good at certain points you know but I knew that, like, I knew that my body didn't feel like it normally did. And I was like, you know what, this is only going to be like a week and that's fine. But I was like, how in the hell do people do this long term? Yeah. And now, OK, I've remembered where, where I, why I went blank because <laughs> you were saying about how people have so much going on, you know. And I think, like, I can totally relate to that because I'm so sensitive, like, when it comes to my adrenals or whatever. Like, so I can't overdo it or... Like, I'll know instantly, you know. So I have to be very careful with, like, saying no and setting boundaries and only doing what I'm able for in a day like that or asking for help. You know, there are things like that people often have an issue with being able to say no or asking for help. But I just know that I have to. Um, but, yeah, I think for a lot of people, like, sure, huge things are, like, our conditioning and our habits and wondering, like, you know, some people, again, if, if you, like, are doing the things because they absolutely have to, you know if it's a job and they absolutely have to make money or whatever but for some people there there might be another option you know an option that might bring you more joy or might not be so stressful or might be less hours and it's about you know having the chance and the clarity to do that way up between quality of life and you know just working endlessly or whatever um but again those kind of changes take huge courage you know for someone just to change a job or change where they live or you know things like that so it's not always that easy Mm, definitely um and another thing is I think and maybe you've experienced like people are very desensitized as in like they're staying indoors and they're not like climatizing and then they go out into the world and it's just a little bit harder because they're so condition to the comfortable environment of the home and the screens on demand and you know I know but that's sure why they're doing it is because they want to be comforted or distracted but they don't even know that well like that you know it's the human condition I suppose you just 
don't want to feel any pain or suffering um so you just go oh i'll just pull out my phone so i'll distract myself or i'll eat something sweet or whatever you know um rather than realize actually that life is about the suffering yeah and like (laughs) sitting with it and you know it's you know jerry hussey i keep referring to him now but he has a book awaken your power within and he's just speaks so much sense but i love he refers to like gratification versus nourishment and it's like that's so the society we live in you know people will just scroll on their phone for an hour rather than go for a walk in nature you know because it in the moment instantly feels so good Mm. rather than what might seem a little bit of effort Mm. you know it's the long-term gain yeah so it's like i was talking to someone last night saying you need that clarity and the working on the relationship with yourself because these conversations will come up in your head where you're like oh I've worked so hard now I really deserve that chocolate cake you know I'm gonna have it now have it now you deserve it whereas you need to have the clarity to be able to say well yeah you did work hard but how will you feel now after you eat it um you know is it going to leave you feeling crap after um so it's thinking about the long term well if I go and make myself a really healthy dinner that's going to taste nice and leave me feeling really good and nourished mm-hmm. for hours yeah. rather than a quick fix you know so it's that looking for the long-term nourishment versus instant gratification but that's across the board with food people relationships screens mm, like everything. the quick fix yeah um, it just always comes home to roost i think you know you can only get away with it for so long yeah and yeah it is the human condition oh how can I feel good fast yeah but it's like no it's like practice 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 you know yeah or seeing you know trying these more natural things and actually seeing the real nourishment Mm -hmm. of that and then more getting into the habit of that seeing like well you know going out in my feet in the grass can be a quick fix but Mm. also makes me feel good all day yeah yeah it's like we have to relearn that like effort feels way better in the long run than just you know like even the growing the food like yeah starting that in february getting the ground ready and you've i've food flowing until now even longer and it's amazing i know that's been you one know? of the most amazing experiences i think for me i tried for so long and i do okay but since getting the polytunnel through Coleman and his teachings. It's just amazing. The excitement for me of going out and seeing mm-hmm. something growing or digging it up and then just the new kind of appreciation of where food comes from, how long it takes to grow, the difference in the taste, you know, oh, the difference the in the actual nutrients in it. It's amazing. Yeah. And would you say nutrients-wise um if people are buying in the shop like are they getting way less nutrients in that food than in the ground um i suppose there'd be a difference all right but sure you have to be realistic as well for the modern day you know so with clients i'd literally just focus on the individual and depending what they've going on it could be you could be telling someone grow your own or for someone that's not realistic so they could be looking for you know um organic veg in aldi or even someone else might be just cooking on their own and they'd be looking for like maybe some organic veg from the freezer even you know so they're like I always mm. just try to fit in with 
what's going to work for that person at the stage that they're at rather than just doing a blanket you need to start growing your own now tomorrow you know it has to work for that person today and now we're going into the autumn and the winter and our energy from the sun is going down so in terms of food um the way we get light energy from food as well is there any kind of tips that you might have going into the autumn how we can sustain our level of energy i just always put the focus on plant foods so i mean what are we looking at in the autumn kale it's kind of goes fairly limited cabbage Mm, yeah brussels sprouts yeah just really focusing on your veg as much as you can what's in season um and just really upping your plant foods you know sure we used to be like the old five a day but sure i could make a meal now and there might be like 15 plant foods in it to know no but like between starting from garlic onion carrot greens beans quinoa like you know yeah. you, like that's not like for everyone overnight um but it's like you can fit a small amount of loads of different foods into a meal and i think that's what we want is the variety Um, because that's what's going to build up a healthy gut and have the most like antioxidants you know to reduce inflammation um and just in terms of energy i suppose the big one would be like keeping your blood sugar balanced you know so you'll be getting a nice steady stream of energy from your food rather than these blood sugar highs and lows Mm. so just looking at low gi carbs which i always just tend to go to veg for my carbs um as much or like nice whole grains um and always putting enough protein with it then Mm. but not necessarily a load of meat you know plenty of nice plant proteins out there as well yeah um but that time of autumn winter um our foods should be changing as well maybe to more heated foods yeah Yeah. warming yeah i was dusting off the old slow cooker there this morning but yeah, like nice soups, you know, the most nourishing thing, it must be soup if it's made with like a chicken stock or bone broth kind of base or stews, you know, good old fashioned like Irish food really like is so nourishing, you know, good quality organic meat, nice spuds mm. and veg. Um, but yeah, those nice warming meals are great now coming into the autumn and the winter and very easy like that's so convenient if you use something like a slow cooker. You know, and you have it ready um, at the end of the day for the whole family. Yeah. And do you find as well with your clients, um, like mood-wise, stress level-wise in the winter, do you find that mood-wise going with the sun, do, do their moods go down or even yourself? Do you find that time of yeah, kind of hibernation? Yeah, I feel a massive lift from like blue skies and sunny weather you know my energy be so up the minute I'd open one eye in the morning I'd be like running out the door um so yeah I suppose we're going into like shorter days that more hibernating feel um but still just trying to fit in those healthy habits you know it wouldn't stop me getting out for a swim or it's always like worse the look of it nearly yeah. do you know when you get yeah. out what do they say there's no such thing as bad weather only the wrong clothes yeah so when you get out um you're always glad you did yeah. you know not being afraid to get out in the dark or in the wet or whatever yeah and i've had great nights running in the black dark under yeah. the stars like literally feels kind of like trance transcendental because you're like wow the sky is so big and really empowering so yeah. winter winter can be hard 
Um, but the it is essential. It can be worse, yeah. I think yeah. like there's such a nice feeling, such a nicer feeling to be like, oh, I got out now despite the dark and despite the rain rather than sitting and going like, oh, it's so miserable. I'm not going out there at all, you know? Mm, definitely. Um, and you also do kind of retreats, don't oh, you? Oh, yeah. Um, so what do they incorporate? So they're called the Great Stuff Wellness Weekend and we're a team of four, Coleman, Power and Organic Grower and Fitness personal trainer. Um, Kaz from Clon is our yoga teacher, Joanne from Mayo is our life coach and myself then doing the food. So we travel around, basically we're in West Cork a lot, at the moment we're up in Westport and it's basically just a weekend of all the things we're talking about. You know, you start the morning with grounding and stretching. There's yoga in there, a life coach session, lovely food from myself, usually organic from Coleman's growing. And uh, it's just a great crack weekend of like-minded people. Something always unexpected is included and might have a fire pit going or some sort of ceremony. Really nice. And these kind of retreats, you know, retreats are big now. I don't know if you know, hundreds of years ago, we would have had retreats because maybe our lifestyles might have been more balanced. But yeah. these kind of retreats, they really kind of so help you to now. reset yeah. maybe and just come back to balance totally. for a while before we get stressed. And again. you can see by the amount of them that are out there now, you know, that there's such a need for them and like to see the even transformations in people over a weekend or, you know, things kind of the journey it sends people on after. It's so powerful. Like I went on a retreat somewhere else myself lately and just remembered actually it's a big step to just go off into a bunch of randomers for a weekend. Yes. No booze involved or whatever. You don't really know what's ahead. But just everyone clicks like a little family instantly and just everyone always gets so much out of it including ourselves like every time is like a retreat for us you know mm. and now we do have this great stuff family of like we're on going on to our 10th retreat I'm sure they'd have been you know on average 10 at each so like a family of kind of 100 nearly um of all like-minded people and we're all kind of still in contact and it's just so lovely I'm very very grateful for it lovely and um would you have any like wild fruit or veggie that you like to eat? Wild? Oh, well, it's your blackberries, I suppose, at the moment. Um, and they're full of antioxidants, right? Yeah, really high in They're dark as well. Yeah, those deep, all the colours of the rainbow is what you're looking for, but those deep, deep purples are, are really potent. So, yeah, like sure, how many people aren't even taking up all the stuff that's growing out on the so ditches? So much of it. I know, I must go home now and pick some. Um... But yeah, what should we were talking about the sea spinach? That's there's so much down around the beach as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, folks, just a side note. I've been foraging on the seashore and eating those land plants at the seashore and they're absolutely amazing. So don't be afraid, but do check it out with somebody who is educated on it. Because <laughs> I've, I've been stir frying some of those veggies on the land at the sea and like there's food all around us literally on the ground all around us there's seaweeds there's fungi there's there's plants there's just so much food around us just to be aware of it that it's not just in the shop behind those automatic doors like it's all around you and it's about reconnecting with that because the land is here to feed you and nourish you and that's where we're going to feel good um 
yeah so would you like amazing. to add anything else for Honest, today when you're talking there it's amazing like just with the small polytunnel i have like how much less i'd be going to the shop do you know and it yeah. just makes you think differently even about how to put meals together because mm. you're like well that's what i have there now and you yeah. know i'm just going to put that together with something different but um yeah just tuning into what's available as well while just amazing yeah so i think today now speaking of soup i have two small heads of cauliflower outside so i'm going to use them it's the last bit and that appreciation for what's left because we're going into autumn and um yeah folks if any of you followed my watermelon stories my watermelons have grown (laughs) and they're bigger uh, about the size of my hand now so they're pretty amazing and um possibly going to do grape juice or wine if anybody out there is listening and has any tips because i've never done it all i'm thinking is put them in a bucket and stand on them (laughs) (laughs) that's what they do in france right yeah there might be a more technical process there might be a workshop coming up (laughs) (laughs) grape making wine making um so um thank you cara for coming on today thanks for having me um, folks, if you like this episode, please give it a share or provide some feedback. And if you have any nature person in mind that you'd like to come on, um, please get in touch with me. Um, patrons, uh, thank you so much for supporting every week. And thank you to my new patron, Paddy, um, amazing buddy of mine doing amazing work in East Cork. Um, thank you so much for joining the patrons. Um, so appreciate the support. Um, look forward to chat to you all again soon. Ciao.